Hello, welcome to Talk Comics to Me. It is Wednesday. It is Wednesday, and I am I'm Champ Champenstein. Uh, Heather Hadfield. It's New Comic Book Day. Hello, we're here to talk about our comics. Yeah, we'll do it this time, right away. Yes, okay. I'm just going to start. It's for the best. <laughs> Otherwise, we won't. Okay, so this is my pick of the week for many reasons. I was really mad. What, what is this book? Oh, sorry. War of the Realms. Issue uh, number one. Again, I was I was very mad when this was first brought up because when Marvel does stuff, they really do it. And, and they really, really did go for it this ooh, time, too. Yeah, they went for it. And there was just a lot of stuff that I needed to get to read the story, like series or issues from like just random series that I wouldn't ever read. Yeah. Um, so that was a bit... Of, that was a bit frustrating. <laughs> a little bit frustrating. It was uh, very frustrating because I did not want to, uh, you know, spend all that money on these comics. But I actually really ended up enjoying this first issue. I'm not really going to talk about it because I am going to say several things that will spoil it if I do. Because <laughs> I ended up having a lot of feelings about this. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I got I got some uh, six in the morning texts. <laughs> And that's not, like, that early. We both are awake anyway, but still, you know, keep, I w- keep that in mind. Yeah, I read this last night and just woke up with a lot of feelings. But I will say, I think the main reason I enjoy it so much is because it still is really just a Thor story. It's a lot of Thor and the Asgardians and stuff. Um, but the art, Russell Dodderman. Yeah, it's it's so good. So good. So, so good. And uh, Matthew Wilson's coloring is out of this world and I'm mentioning always, their names always. because just you need to see this it's just incredible but yeah it's uh, the start of the War of the Realms Malekith and his dark elves bring the war to Midgard or Earth and that's all I'm going to say about it I again ended up just enjoying it way more than I thought <laughs> I was going to I think we went into it with a we together we, we both read this book I did not read this book but I think we went into it with an idea that like it was not gonna be that good. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. that it would maybe that it wouldn't be that good, but it just seemed like a daunting task to overtake. So Oh yeah. Um every time I added stuff to my file that has to do with the War of the Realms, I got I was very angry <laughs> every time because I couldn't believe how much stuff you have to read to keep up with this story. But that being said, after this first issue, I feel like it might be worth it in the end. Okay, okay. And, I mean, you'll be talking a lot through the next week. Oh, yes. Weeks. The weeks. Yes, because next week starts the War of the Realms Journey into Mystery limited series. So there's that. And then the week after that is another. (laughs) The week after that is another. So every single week you guys will get to hear me talk about War of the Realms. Realms. A war, Heather. It's a, there's a lot going on in it. Okay, I'm okay. done. <laughs> there is a lot. It's a lot. I can't talk about it though. It's too much. We both have the book die. This is the last issue in this story arc. This this was a really really heavy heavy issue with a lot of a lot of growth by the characters. We've kind of seen these characters uh, grow throughout the first four issues. You kind of first get started with the idea of what Die is, which is a RPG game and their friends have their friend created it and there's a lot of rules. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff going on. And so it kind of sets up that dynamic and then goes into the character development towards the end. 
as well as giving you more ideas of what the game holds and all of the things involved in it. I I highly recommend this book, especially if you are a fan of any sort of uh, RPGs or anything like that, because it just brings an interesting light to what those games can hold to players and people involved. Uh, all of the author's notes are really great at the end as well. But the thing is, they're also very wordy. So if you're going to get into it, just be prepared for that. The yes. book itself isn't the, that wordy, though. No, not really at all. But I, I feel like sometimes the author's notes are very necessary to understand, especially with him, Karen Gillan, and sorry, I should have said that before. With Karen Gillan, he does a lot of things. It almost spur of the moment, it seems. So to read his motivations behind it is very interesting yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. And then he just kind of throws in his interesting takes on authors as well, which I thought was pretty... Yeah, I like that. Yeah. The trade is coming out in... It's coming out in the first week of June. So I would highly suggest picking that up just because it's also going to contain a little bit of the author's notes and stuff it said in here. So that's... You're not missing out on any of that content, which is one of the reasons I, I do enjoy to pick up single issues. Me? Yeah. Okay. So I am... I have been so excited. <laughs> How long has it been now? That you've been caught up? Or, yeah. Uh, like a couple weeks now? Okay. Okay. It has been a couple weeks. So I finally, one night, just like sat down. I, I read so many of these issues and I am caught up. Completely <laughs> caught up. Even with this current one. I read this one already. Uncanny X-Men. <laughs> it's a round, like... Uh, very yes. big round of applause thank you, for this. Thank you. I even, I took like three issues with me to the laundromat and read them. I had texted Champ right after I read them and I was like, this bitch is finally caught up. I'm ready to talk about it. I hated, absolutely hated the first story arc. It was the first 10 issues of Uncanny X-Men. Um, I was not interested in at, at all. It was just really boring. It took forever. So I was very kind of hesitant to start the second part, but my God, the second part is so good. <laughs> so again, I don't want to give away too much, but within the last four, five issues, four or five issues, um, Cyclops comes back. All the other mutants are gone. Him and Wolverine are working together to save the remaining mutants who are also being experimented on by the government. They are trying to formulate a... I don't know what to call it. A When you give them shots, <laughs> what are they called? Like a vaccine? Yes, a vaccine. <laughs> I was like, what do mothers hate? <laughs> <laughs> um, the government is creating a vaccine to wipe out the, the mutant gene, and they are just trying to not let it happen. And I don't know how many of you like read uh, when Cyclops had died originally, um, but in this, when he comes back, I... I didn't read that, so I just didn't understand. But yeah. apparently he was an asshole before, was a terrible leader. Um, so this is him trying to do better and show them that he's not the same person that he was. And there is also a really fun cameo with Captain America. But I just, the art for this is really incredible. I'm glad I'm finally fucking caught up on it. Yeah, it took yeah. long enough. It did take a little bit of time, but. Yes, 15 issues later. Uncanny X-Men issue number 15 came out today. It's great. Pick it up. Okay. My next book is uh, Cosmic Ghostwriter Destroys Marvel History. I swear to the Lord, I will get it right someday. It still continues to be a funny book. I do enjoy it. The art is still really, really enjoyable as well because it just kind of switches back and forth 
from it's so light yeah and it just switches back and forth forth through modern day style and old school styles which is cool this follows all of spider-man's history so covers uh secret wars in a really great way it kind of covers the uh peter parker mj relationship as told by <laughs> cosmic ghost rider it's i i think and yeah who is cosmic ghost rider it is Frank Castle, uh, who has become the Ghost Rider, who has also become the Herald of Galactus. So, <laughs> Mr. Titles. It's a lot of it's a lot of stuff, but it's a lot of fun. And I've, I mean, I've very much liked all of this because it has a little bit of little bit of humor. I giggled several times <laughs> out loud. Who is it written by again? Paul Shear. Okay. And that's right. And this man, Nick Giovanetti. Yes. yes. I know I know Italian names. <laughs> uh, you have proved yourself to me. <laughs> I am a worthy Italian. But yeah, I, I highly suggest uh, I almost said Italian <laughs> ghost writer. <laughs> that's me, first of all. Cosmic Ghostwriter destroys Marvel history. It it is very funny and very enjoyable for sure. Now refresh my memory because I'm sure I had asked you this before. Is this a continuance of his character from Cosmic Ghost Rider and Baby Thanos or whatever? Yes and no, but you don't have to read the other story arc to understand. They do do a brief like intro in the first issue to uh, how he's got here, how he got here because when he p- took Baby Thanos back <laughs> in time, he got stuck. And then essentially had to live out his life. Okay. And then he came to this point to save his family. Okay, that makes sense then. And he's telling all of these stories to his family. That's right, I remember you telling me that. So It's all coming together, I get it. Italian ghostwriter. <laughs> okay, so my next one is Oberon number three. I, you know, I, I have like no feelings about this comic. Um, (laughs) it's really weird. Like I like Oberyn. He's a fairy king who lost his throne to his wife. It's a weird thing. And he's trying to get it back. So he like kidnaps this child who apparently has some sort of magical ability and will help him reclaim his throne. I just really like him as a character because he's very morally gray. Yeah. I guess. He's obviously just doing things for his own benefit. He almost get the, gets this girl killed and then at the last minute is like, ugh, fine. <laughs> I'll save her. But otherwise, like, I just don't, I don't really care for it. Like, I am not very invested in it. Like, I, I do want to read it to see the conclusion. But otherwise, I just don't really care. And it's the girl with the hair that, like, doesn't move. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know you hate the girl with the hair. It's uh, very frustrating to me. They mentioned Cinderella in here for whatever reason. <laughs> I still don't get the reference. But, you know, one of these days, maybe. I don't understand. I, I really... Well, there's, like, I don't know. There's a witch in there. Apparently, she's, like, Cinderella. But I just did not understand how they came to that. The witch is Cinderella. Yeah, that's... He's like, hey, let me tell you this woman's name. Cinderella. And she gets, like, pissed. So I don't... I don't know. I don't get it. (laughs) They needed, like, this tie, and they're like, we're just gonna shove this right in here. Yeah. Okay. It's like, we're already a fairy tale, so let's just keep adding shit. Get you? Uh, Is it my turn now? Yeah. My next book is Green Lantern. This cover is very, very worthy. 
in my personal opinion. <laughs> it's really good. I liked it. I, it just reminds me so much of like an old school comic. I don't. I don't know. Uh, so this issue, Green Lantern has to duel Adam Strange, and Adam Strange is kind of an old school DC character. We are just flush with the old schools today. Yeah, and this is and this book, this Green Lantern book, is pretty full of that stuff, which I I was talking to somebody about that I had read Green Lantern, and he felt that there were some nods that he was missing, and he felt a little out of the loop because of those reasons, which is something I think does happen in this book. I had to look up a little bit about Adam Strange and kind of figure out that character and that history there. And also they introduce a character at the very, very end that is a nod to very, very old Can I see? Green Lantern. Yes. I want to see. Will I figure it out? No. No? Are you sure? Yes. Sometimes I'm <laughs> smart about things. I... I I don't. Oh, it's uh, Leprechaun. <laughs> uh, I've seen that movie. <laughs> a, a Scarecrow Leprechaun? All right. I'm going to have to Google that because she's right. I, I, I didn't get it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and I didn't get it, but I did understand that it was a, a reference that people who are familiar with okay. Green Lantern would know. So, you know, sometimes I miss out on those, those little tidbits, but I still enjoy the book overall. <laughs> Because I'm a dummy. No, you just like good books. I'm like, ooh, pretty words and pictures. That's all it takes. <laughs> That's how they suck you in. That's how they get you to spend all your money. I mean, I have gotten several people to buy that book by just saying pretty words and pretty pictures. Yeah, anytime someone asks about Green Lantern, I just pass them along to you. I'm like, I don't know jack about that. It's so. weird and you'll love it. <laughs> it's written by a weirdo. Trust me. <laughs> Okay, so my next one is The Witcher of Flesh and Flame. This is the last issue in this tiny series. I'm not caught up yet. I, I'm i pretty sure I didn't read the third issue yet, but I also just can't find it. When I came, when, when I went home from Champs one day, I had a stack of comics and I set them somewhere and I can't seem to find them and I'm pretty sure this is one of them. I'm, what did Brayden do with them? What did he do? Uh, he threw them away because he probably set banana peels <laughs> on them. <laughs> anyway, um, so this is the conclusion to Geralt's story. Geralt's G, as we call him in G, my house. Yes. I just actually Googled, I typed in The Witcher 4 because uh, I was just trying to get an idea of what it was about. And it brought up the potential fourth video game. And he is not going to be a part of it. So... I don't know, which is a bummer, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I feel like this might have something to, to do, do with that. it. Yeah. So, is that all? <laughs> is that all you're saying? Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know I don't, anything. I don't know anything I, about that comic yet. I'm just here. I'm. You know what? This is your world. I'm just living <laughs> in it. So my next book is Paper Girls. If you are familiar with talk comics to me. <laughs> My favorite book in the whole entire world is Paper Girls. I I can't speak highly enough about this book. I really... You can't also speak too much because you get emotional. Uh, yeah, I know, and I can't speak too much about it. Uh, it is coming to an end, so it's done in three issues. My heart will take it. I don't know how, but it, I'll make it through. I have come to some realizations during this issue of things I wasn't sure of, and... 
kind of made me cry like a little little a little baby like a little baby a little tiny little tiny baby and that was weird <laughs> <laughs> that was a really weird feeling so as this wraps up I kind of want to go back and reread uh, so I can kind of get it more all cohesively together. So, you know, it's been going for five-ish years with breaks in between some brain. Brain doesn't remember anything or everything, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a book that go go to your local comic book store and find all of the issues. Talk about the special hardcover that just kind of... Yeah, they did just come out with a second edition hardcover that is foily and shiny and bright. I did post it on our Instagram because it is just way too great. Uh, the first hardcover edition is bright pink and does kind of have like a little little foily thing on the front. It is <laughs> really, really good. I was talking to Chris about how I wanted to buy them and he asked me why and I was just because it looked really nice on the bookshelves. Drew like picked up the second one today, um, sat down at the the bar, opened it, and then was like, I don't know why I opened this. I'm not going to read it. (laughs) And then just like did other things. It was really funny. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I would say buy the hardcovers, but I wouldn't want you to open it. Yeah. Because it'll do that. Yeah. And so, you know, buy the soft covers. You'll be fine. Yeah. Then you can open it yeah and you can throw it in the trash pick it up like do whatever with it it's fine but don't do that stuff i would not like it no please don't. but please read paper girls for the sake of my heart i want everybody to just go on this emotional ride with me i will i'll read it i'll do it <laughs> you better read it before the ends I have to talk about another comic. Several books. My other book here is Conan the Barbarian. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. That's all I can give it. My big old seal of approval. I had to catch up on an issue today, so I read two two in one shot. And it's just so much fun because it is just little separate stories and you can kind of pick up an issue and you don't need any of the backstory or any idea of who Conan is besides just a barbarian motherfucker who's gonna kill people that's all he wants that was the cool part about issue number four is that he had kind of conquered this nation this city and the city everything was at peace and so he got really sick because he couldn't just go out and kill people (laughs) so he essentially becomes a a vigilante (laughs) in, in his own city it's it was awesome. So that's all I have to say about Conan the Barbarian, but it is a fun, fun romp. Jason Aaron again. A Jason Aaron book, so it's good. This is this is guaranteed A-OK, especially with I think this type of story. Moving right along, I have <laughs> section zero. I I forgot that I ordered this book, or I don't know, may have just been like You just special ordered it. Yeah. But I still forgot. Yeah. I feel like I was probably zoned out looking at, like, previews, and I was like, yeah, this sounds all right, which is something I do. I was almost afraid I was supposed to order it for someone else and just ordered it for myself, (laughs) but that was not the case. I hated it. (laughs) Short and sweet. I did not, I did not like this one bit, which is fine. It was, the way it was solicited, I guess, which is probably what made me pick it up, was Jack Kirby meets the X-Files. And those are two things I really enjoy. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do this. I wanted to stop reading it several times and just finish. I just powered through it. I did it. I did it for you guys. <laughs> so she could talk about how much she hates it. Though the end did kind of get me for a second. I was like, oh, they in- 
because there's a lot of weird creatures, so they introduce an, a weird creature, and I was like, oh, I wonder what that does. And, and Chris was like, don't don't read the second book. Don't get the second issue. No, you can't now. And and I do agree with him. I should not get that. But there is a cute little alien, and I do love them. Mm-hmm. They look like the aliens from Scary Movie 4. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I have to say about that book. It's... It might be something you enjoy, but it's not something I enjoyed. I doubt I would enjoy it. I mean, maybe I've got pretty good taste in comics. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I have absolutely wretched taste in comics. And that's why you're listening to us talk about this. So you can, uh, this is a cautionary tale, actually. (laughs) This is what you shouldn't be doing. Okay, so this is our last one. Uh, We both got it. Yes. This is Female furries. Furies. 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 Sorry. We started joking at work, female furries, so now that's just what we say. And it's stuck. Yeah. So, I. it's furies. Female Female furies. furies. I I don't really want to say anything. (laughs) I don't like this series. It's halfway through, and I, I I just don't like it. Which is unfortunate, because the only... I feel like the only reason why I got it was because I loved Mr. Miracle so much, and I loved those characters, and I wanted to see more of them. Mm -hmm. And this is like a before Mr. Miracle, you get to see female furies. Yeah. No, I just... I don't enjoy this book either. It feels very forced upon you in a weird way. The characters are not very well-developed or have they're very one-dimensional characters it's Mm -hmm. and these characters aren't supposed to be especially in this situation they should be more than one-dimensional and it's very much as i said before just kind of like a parody of what it's it should be it could be something that says more and it just falls really flat i think and that is because the characters have no development no like sense of anything around them or care yeah, they they feel very out of character. Like, from how I'm familiar with them anyway, the way that they're written in this series is just, it does not feel right to me. No, and I think the main idea of the Furies in its weird sense is camaraderie and they don't feel connected whatsoever. They just are kind of these people who happen to live together and have had to deal with just horrible things done to them, yet they have zero connection to one another, nor a care if something happens to them, yet they do. Not Just not a fan. I and it, Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not a fan. Um, I do this thing where before the videos, I like, I Google about each of the comics that I have just so I can you know, read about, like, what other people have thought about them and stuff, and this is something that Champa's also run into. There are just no bad reviews for it. I found I found one earlier, but it makes me feel like I'm being too critical and I'm being an asshole, but I can't... I, I am who I am. Yeah, and it same. It does make me feel like I am being a critical asshole, and I'm like, can I can't do better. Like, or can I? I don't know. I guess I would have to try to write a fucking comic book, and that sounds like a lot of work. But, I mean, that's the thing, though, is, like, these characters are already written. They are, they're already developed. They already are. Yeah. And I, I also do not like saying mean things, but this could have been done better. And I feel like that's <laughs> the nicest way to put it. Yeah. I don't I don't disagree with that 100%. But it might be for... <laughs> it might be for somebody else. Yes. It does have a, like, the feel is, you know, very feminist and very... It just takes those situations that 
you have on Earth and... Puts them on Apocalypse. Puts them on Apocalypse and makes them very, very, very extreme. It's... <laughs> it's what it is. It, it is what it is. No, that's a, that's a no from me. It, it is a no from me too, dog, but... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. I feel like, I felt like we needed to liven up the fact that we fucking hate that book. Yeah. Oh yes. I think that's you know I I am going to finish the series even though I am not enjoying it just because I want I, I want to figure out if maybe things grow but at best Barda will grow I feel like in Escape with Scott which is also a weird right a weird feeling in my my bones that is like the I guess the one plus side to this issue is Scott Free is in introduced reintroduced he's there he's there he shows yeah. up and it's like the first time that Bardic sees him IRL so <laughs> and and that's sometimes the thing that happens with comic books sometimes you just don't like a book, but don't do what I am doing and continue reading it for absolutely no reason than to figure out if you will continue to hate it. Don't do it. Don't do that. Um, but I am because I have three issues already, and if I have an incomplete series, I'm, I'm just going to be frustrated. <laughs> and eventually I might just put it in a pile of books to, you know, give to somebody else. And I'll probably forget that I have them and just grab them. Like I do to a lot of stuff that you set aside. <laughs> These are all my problems. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. That's all we've got for yeah, you today. Yeah, uh, but you know, hit up your, your local comic book shop the first week of June to pick up the trade of, of die. Mm-hmm. Don't forget War of the Realms has started. It's one issue in. It's one issue in. And I mean, if you don't want to read the in-between stories, you have Heather here. I'll tell you all about it. To give you, give you the ins. Tell you what's good. <laughs> Tell you what's good. Yes. Okay, so that's it. Have a great, great rest of your day or week or whatever's happening to you right now. Yes, goodbye. Bye. Oh, God. <laughs>